0: The galaxy is steeped in darkness. The Inquisitors are on the hunt for Obi-Wan Kenobi. The rematch of the century looms and more as the Sky Guys are back to preview Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney+.
1: Right, we are back here on the sky guys in our obi-wan kenobi preview show next friday the first two episodes of the new disney plus show obi-wan kenobi are dropping a six episode limited series that got a ton of excitement the sky guys are here to help you out I'm one of your hosts mike phillips join me today first up the man whose voice you hear our narration every single week pete considori is here pete how are you
0: doing fantastic Every week we're doing Star Wars pretty much, and uh, I'm very excited to talk about the upcoming show that we're. Uh, it's very highly anticipated, so definitely um, excited. Also
1: with us today, the Grand Inquisitor of the group here, Nick Frietta is here. Nick, how are you?
2: Doing really well. Excited. Finally, it's, it's coming. I've been waiting for this for I don't know how long. Longer than Boba Fett, that's for sure. Probably since, I don't know, as soon as they announced it, this is the one I was most, you know, marked my calendar for. So, or I guess I didn't because I didn't know when, but you know what I mean. At
1: least when that first trailer dropped, that was really, I think, when the anticipation really built.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I've been waiting for the trailer, then I was waiting for a second trailer. Now I'm just I'm ready for it to start. I'm ready for it to end. I'm ready to see it all. I'm ready for it.
1: Yeah, we're ready to see it all indeed. And for those of you who may have dipped out during the off season between BOFA and Obi Wan, welcome back. Here we did miss some fun stuff. We did a Star Wars bracket, we did the whole Obi Wan cut. And Pete, they want to check it out. They can always just go back in our back catalog. search for the Sky Guys podcast, all your five podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, in Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, all the usual suspects. This is for the Sky Guys. You can catch out all the stuff that you missed while you were uh celebrating the spring without the uh, Star Wars
0: universe. Absolutely. And just so you know, if you're watching on camera, it looks like my camera flip flops. So I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> Switching on me, I don't know why, but at least it says Sky Guy is the correct way, right? You guys are seeing that written the right way. It's not backwards this time. It is correct. Yeah. Oh yeah, so no, uh definitely go and watch it. Definitely, definitely take the time. Subscribe to the feed. Look at the regular feed, the Just and Suffering feed. A lot of great sports and pop-, pop culture stuff there as well. Yeah, um you don't want to miss it. Yeah,
1: I'm glad you brought up the Just and the Suffering podcast as P- well, because you guys are both on this week's episode in different spots where Nick and I talk about the NFL schedule and. Pete, we did our annual holy moly review. That was fun.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it'd be great if I unmuted myself. Yeah, no, absolutely. Holy moly's back. I'm super excited. Yeah. Um, you, you guys will listen. Listen to the show. And you'll, you'll hear our takes on the new holes. Yeah,
1: and Nick, the Muppets are there too, so you got to check it out now. Oh,
2: wow. That's,
1: that's great news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And speaking of great news, if you've been following us on the uh, Instagram feed there, Nick, like, over on the Sky Guys podcast Instagram. You're getting a lot of fun stuff.
2: Yep, more to come too. And you know, if anyone has any questions about the show,
1: anything like that, I think that's probably the best way to reach us is the Instagram DMs are open. DMs are open. You can also leave us a review, leave us some star ratings on your favorite podcast or platform. Let us know how we're doing here. And Pete, if they have some suggestions, we are definitely open to them.
0: Unless they're bad ones. We're not open to bad suggestions. Make them quality, people. Don't just just go on there. Don't go in the DM and say, "Hey Pete, you stuff." I know it's happened before. Don't do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, let's give them some. Let's give us some positive, constructive criticism here to work on. So it's not just saying you guys are terrible. That doesn't help us much. Don't bring us down.
0: Bring us (laughs) up a little bit. Give us something that can help the show.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And before we get into some of what we're doing here, Nick, we are debuting a brand new segment. We're we're, we're be worked out, but Nick is going to gather some of the Star Wars news of the week for us. So. Nick, the floor is yours. What do you have for us? If, I mean,
2: if there is some. So today we happen to have some. So let's get started with the news. First of all,
1: of the news. Is, is this breaking news? Do I have a sound effect
2: for that. This is not breaking news. <laughs> but there is some, so I'll tell you when. But first, if you're not watching on a video feed, I feel sorry because you're going to miss this great gag that I have planned. It is the Ahsoka Tano Show has started production. I'm sure you can see my screen now. Can you? Yes, we can. Okay, good. (laughs) So We have the Ahsoka Show here. This is the tweet they put out um, yesterday they put this out. Uh, This is Ahsoka, an original series, starts production today. They put it out at exactly noon on May the 9th. You can see the director's chair here with, I would assume that's Dave Filoni's hat. And so the first thing that jumps out to most people is the hat. What jumps out to me is right here. It says an original series. It does not say a limited series, meaning I think we're getting more than one season, or at least that's the plan.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that assessment. I said it before. I feel like Ahsoka is one where I feel like they can, you know, do this, build on the story here, and sort of like fill in the gaps. I'm sure Mando will pop up like he didn't book a Boa Fett, but I can see this being, you know, like oh, we don't have the the book Mando season four coming out. We'll give us even another Ahsoka season before that.
0: Yeah, I, I feel if I'm correct in my assumption, I feel like Ahsoka is going to pretty much start where Rebels ends. I think Mandel will kind of show up. I don't think he's going to play a huge role like he did in the Book of Boba Fett. And I, I could be wrong. And I'm sure you guys agree with me when saying that the Book of Boba Fett probably was just Mandalorian season 2.5 uh, in in some sort of uh, effect. But I don't know. I, I think we'll see him, but I don't think he's going to have a major role like he did in uh, Book of Boba.
1: Yeah, Nick, I also want to point out one thing before you close the screen. Here is here. Look at the yeah. top comment there from uh, Sasha Banks, who play who plays. That's one right. The- yeah.
2: One of the, Sasha Banks right there, Mercedes Ver, uh, Vernado, I believe. That's yep. her real name, but yeah, she's ready to go, and I'm, I'm assuming she, you think she's in the show?
1: I think she wants to be in the show. I think she's probably in the show, to be honest with you. Well, I mean, I'm assuming we're going get Bo-Katan, and you figure that uh, Sasha Banks' is not too far behind. And then there's these other comments down
2: here. I, I don't agree with this. I don't see the issue at all. If you're one of these people making these comments, I really don't get it.
1: Yeah, I don't get it either, and for people asking, they saw the, they the, video version. They saw the new lightsaber. Is that white like Ahsoka's lightsaber?
2: Yeah. So, um, on my recent, on my recent trip to Galaxy's Edge, I built my own saber. This is it. Uh, it and um, the blade is currently white, but I do have every crystal and can change it to every color. I have purple, yellow, green, blue, and red. Yes. Yeah, so so white, and white, of course, white not of Ahsoka. So I put the white in so katano just now
1: very nice so what and else you, you got? can take
2: it apart it's not too hard to take it apart it takes like a couple minutes they're yep. not that bad it's very heavy though this is like at least probably at least five pounds closer to ten
1: yeah definitely some fun so what else you got for us this we get the news department all right so the second piece of news is um
2: you may say this isn't star wars news when i first it when i first say it but it is so The the bit of Star Wars news is Loki Season 2 is in development right now, as we know. Now, Loki Season 2 has a new writer, which is a little confusing. Why would it have a new writer? Now, the writer of the show in Season 1 is Michael Waldron. He is also the writer of the new movie that just came out a week or two ago, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So Michael Waldron is not writing Loki season two because according to Michael Waldron, when he was asked, why are you not wa- writing season two of Loki? His response was, I can't because I'm busy working on Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie that I am writing, meaning that still exists and is actually happening. So that is the big news there.
1: Pete, what do you think about this? That obviously Marvel's been a bit of a mixed bag lately, some hits and misses and as a record time, like, none of us has seen Doctor Strange yet. We're recording on May 10th. Nick and I are going tomorrow. Pete, we're not sure. He's trying to figure out his schedule so he can make it happen. But what do you think about the fact that Michael Waldron is, is writing the Feige
0: Star Wars movie? I, I mean, I, look, I I always take things as it is. I mean, he's he's written some some really good shows. And, and I'm sure, you know, Multiverse of Madness is probably pretty good. I've heard mixed things about it. If you heard, either you hate it or you love it. Um you know between you and me and the listeners i had one friend tell me that he didn't like no way home so i think maybe that's why he didn't like multiverse of madness just because of the um just because of the maybe the the sheer concept of it but um we'll see i mean this this is again something that is kind of hard to predict right i mean he could write a pretty bad movie you know it's it's it can happen right but he can great he can write a great movie so i i uh We'll we'll see. I'm not gonna make any sort of prediction on no oh, this is great news or this is terrible news. Yeah, Nick, I do think it's interesting
1: though that like again, we talk about all these different things that are in the hopper. We heard various times about oh, you know, Tyka's white is doing a Star Wars movie. We heard about the Feige one, we've heard about Ryan Johnson trilogies. And again, I think this is one thing we're gonna put the pin in. I think the Star Wars celebration maybe we get something on this, but I'm not sure yet.
2: Uh we we'll see. Um I'm just excited. I don't know if it's going to be good, bad, whatever. I'm just excited because we finally have some news of a movie. It's not knowing played. that it's it's not completely scrapped. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I to me,
1: that is big news. Yeah. I know you believe that the Rogue One, the Rogue Ride, we were never going to see.
2: Yeah. And if we do, it's going to be years, 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 years from now. All right.
1: Any more so survivors? I have one
2: more ju- real juicy piece of news. You can play the breaking news thing. Okay. So the ending, I'm not going to spoil this. Do not worry. The ending of Kenobi has been leaked. It's on the internet. I've seen the leak. I've read the leak. I know what happens. I'm assuming both of you are going to say no, but I'm going to ask, do you want to know? No. Okay. The audience, I'm assuming the answer is also no. You've. Leaked- I know the leak. I saw it. I didn't look into it in detail. I just saw like a sentence to know what it is. It's not really the ending. It's just a big thing that happens in it. And whether or not it's true, I don't know. It could be fake, but it is out there and i guess i'll leave it if you want to know what it is either of you you can text me individually and i will tell you or if you want to know like what's who does it involve my dad i'll tell you and anyone on listening who wants to know you can dm the instagram and i will tell you what you want to hear again don't know if this is true or not but it comes from a very reliable source a credible source who has been doing leaks for star wars for some time and it got a little bit of publicity yesterday before it was pretty much taken off of everything i saw them on reddit and whatnot and then i went back to look a couple hours later and they were all deleted so i'm assuming some moderators of some subreddits got them got rid of it because they didn't want the show being spoiled
1: Yeah, yes so i'm not going to ask for specifically spoilers here i was going to ask about the level here is this on level of like end game spoilers if you went in end game knowing that tony stark dies I don't think so,
2: but it's pretty it's pretty big and it's potentially it's a groundbreaking thing that could change the landscape of Star Wars. No, that's an overstatement. It's not that big. But it it's like a big plot point in the show. It's a huge plot point in the show, a big thing that happens. And yeah, I mean it's probably the end of the show, based on what I know about it. It's probably what happens at the end.
1: All right, well, that's stuff. Too. And
2: yeah, I, I would say there's over 50% chance it's true, but I would not say there's 100% chance it's true by any means.
1: All right, well, that's something we'll keep it. I, I think it's better if you have that knowledge because for people who are not or listening to the podcast now, is sort of like our Obi-Wan season coverage here. A little bit of real-life like, spoiler situation here going on is that Nick is actually getting married a couple of weeks, so he will not be on the podcast for episodes four and five. So Nick is going to do the first three episodes, he's going to be off for his honeymoon and he will be back in time for finale. So I think it's fun that Nick has that knowledge. and We don't.
2: Yeah. And at least I'll be back for the finale. It's that's the good news.
1: Yeah. Pete and I have some fun guests in the hopper to fill it, fill Nick's shoes as the third sky guy for those weeks.
0: Yeah. We're, we're going to, we're going to miss Nick. I mean, it's uh, obviously a big, uh, moment in his life, he's getting married, which is, uh, we're very happy for him, but, um, we're going to, we're going to have to, we're going to show, unfortunately while he's on his honeymoon. So, uh, we will miss you for those couple of weeks, but we'll be glad to have you back for the finale.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Funny because if they said, if they came out with a tweet and said, the Kenobi show has been delayed until June 15th or June 22nd, everyone in the world would be upset
1: except me. Yeah. we would be better for our schedule if it was delayed until the 22nd, but the Star Wars series as a whole would not like it. Yeah. All right. Now let's get into some of the other preview stuff here. Actually, one more thing before we get into it. the We'll sort of close the book here on Book of Both a little bit more. They had the. Disney gallery last week on star Wars day about the making of the book of Boba Fett. We all got to watch it here. Uh, P, any big takeaways for you from that.
0: I gotta be honest. With you, I didn't watch it. And I'm going to tell you, watch it. First of all, I forgot. The second of all, I was so done with the book of Boba Fett to begin with that. I just didn't want to. So, you know, true, true, true to myself here. I forgot and I didn't watch it. So I apologize guys. I know that was my homework. Uh, and I apologize to the audience, but I unfortunately don't have any takes. Uh, Nick, anything memorable to you from that?
2: Uh, not really. It was pretty good. Um, I'll be honest, I did fall asleep during it, but I did go back and then watch it in full. I, I didn't fall asleep because it was boring. I fell asleep because I was tired. And I did go back and watch it. It was pretty good. Uh, I noticed one thing John Favreau said that I just don't agree with. He was like, you know, it's not enough to just have a character that go around and shoot people and be a badass. We wanted to make someone with actual development and i'm like well, actually you probably if you did the opposite i think people would like the show a lot more
1: yeah well that's that was a good note there a couple of things before i hear p that they decided to bring robert rodriguez as basically as the showrunner after his mando episode which is not a surprise to any of us
2: yeah weird because that episode was so good and then the show was lackluster
1: yeah the train scene i had written down here is that there was an homage to the Lawrence of Arabia and that there was obviously Godfather vibes, which we call out numerous times during the show, Pete.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it it was definitely Godfather vibes. Yeah. And
2: Mike, I said this during the, during the time of the show, and I still feel this way. I know I'm not, I'm not in film. I didn't study film. I don't know film that well, but to me, if you are taking an idea from another piece of media, it's not good. I hate that. Like, oh, this is great because it pays homage to The Godfather. No, that means you couldn't think of something and you just don't, you use The Godfather. I know people don't see it that way. They think of it as you're respecting the film and showing that, to me, if you couldn't think of anything and you just you threw in the same idea.
1: Yeah, and Pete, they also listened to the internet. They did not reference one Cyberpunk Power Ranger throughout the entire making of the special.
0: Huh. Cyberpunk Power Rangers, best part of the show. Uh, no, it, it's... I, yeah, they, they're going to look at the comments. and They're going to see what what was popular and what was not, and they were going to make that series around what was popular. I doubt that they were going to waste any time about showing how the unpopular parts were made or or anything like that. So Cyberpunk Power Rangers not really liked that much. I get it. Yeah, absolutely. I also point out
1: two other things here. That I think it's interesting is that the mayor's voice box, which basically is how I think Rodriguez has actually voiced the mayor on the show, like. That was a direct ripoff of Clone Wars, actually referenced the episode in the making of Nick. I think I was definitely cool. Filoni, I think had played a big role in that.
2: Yeah, it was cool. He said something like, I made that character or something, something along those lines. And he was like, I see it. Now I see it in front of my eyes in real life. And that's so, so crazy to see. Like it was an idea that turned into something that's actually in front of me.
1: Yeah. And another fun thing I'll first to Pete because Pete did not see it here is that Dave Filoni actually made a comparison of Luke Skywalker in his current state. To Qui-Gon Jinn from episode one, basically in terms of how they're unconventional with the force and how they see things differently and how they approach problems differently. What do you how do you feel about that? Because we just watched episode one saw Qui-Gon in action.
0: um I do not I d I don't I don't know if that's fair. I, I, I don't want to say Luke is a failed Jedi, but like I just feel like everything that he goes through is just not I don't know. <laughs> To me, it just doesn't seem like he's doing right by like everything is just failing around him. qui Gon Jin like died. It's not like he failed and just disappeared. So I don't know if that's a fair comparison, but I could I could be wrong.
1: And
2: it's like I I hear it. It sounds cool and I'm like, I want that to be true. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm like, wait, but I, I don't I don't see it. Yeah. It's okay. almost like I want to hear him say, can you explain yourself a little more? Cause I don't see it.
1: Yeah, they do a great job, really explaining like the rationale, there. sort of like turns like emotionality and like being unconventional. with like, what the general is what Filoni was saying it was like that was his argument.
0: Yeah, but you have to remember, with Luke, there was really no Jedi Order. It was just him, and, like a couple others. Like it, it, it can't be unconventional if it, there's no order that says, "Hey, these are the rules." So, yes, they have the Jedi books and everything like that, and I understand that, but I, I just, I feel like someone who's trying to get the Jedi Order back started is not unconventional. They're just doing what they know, and that's how they're going to teach.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm also going to point out here, in terms of one other thing I think is funny in this, Pete, is that, once again, Plo Koon was the decoy Jedi in the script to cover up Luke being back on the show, although that was funny.
0: That is funny. Yeah.
1: Like, Feloni loves Plo Koon, Nick. Yeah, and who was it? Was it Ming-Na or was
2: it... Um... Or was
1: it Rosario Dawson who was, like, thrown away by it, blown away by it? Rosario Dawson. There's there's video on the air from this special of her, like, busy geeking out that she was on set with Mark Hamill. Mm -hmm. Who's the other guy? What other guy? There was another guy they had playing Luke. Oh, I think that's the body double for, like, the the younger scene. I don't remember the guy's name, but, like... He looked pretty good. Yeah, very similar. And then they sort of, like, they went into all the, like... Casting and like they brought talk about the deep fake guy, but like I think it's fun if you like the Pokemon Fat, you'll definitely enjoy that. If you don't, it's an hour and you can have them on the background doing some other stuff. Yep. All right, now it's getting into the Obi Wan stuff here. I mean, we okay. got another big present on May the Fourth. I'm going to share a blog post that I wrote over on Just End the Suffering here in terms of the uh cattle in terms of the trailer that came out. We got the second trailer here and. I share my thoughts on it here and I do think this was definitely a lot of fun here. What'd you guys think about the uh, new trailer here? So P I'll go to you first.
0: Yeah, I, I thought it was good. I really like the uncle Owen scene where he's like, Oh, just like you trained his father. That was like a big oof. I was like, a, Oh man, there <laughs> it is. Like that's there. There's the hate. Um, I, I did like it. I think it gave a little bit more. I feel like it was still a lot of not repeated stuff, but I still get the same kind of theme of what's going on in the show. I don't think I'm getting anything groundbreaking, but it it's I think it's really good. I, I think it, it's better than the first.
1: Yeah, Nick. I think one thing I also like there is that we got a little more context. Oh, we want to stay hidden there, which makes it clear. Like basically he says he has to stay hidden in order to survive. And I feel like that just tells you like whoever he's talking to, like some Jedi finds him who survives. So and another yeah, survivor board.
2: My assumption is it is the, um, what is the guy's name? The actor.
1: Camille Johnny.
2: Yep. My assumption is it's him. And he's a Jedi who leads the Inquisitors to Tatooine because they find him. And then when he's, when they, when they find him, they're looking for him the whole time. Then they realize, Oh, that's Obi-Wan Kenobi. And that's why Kenobi leaves to keep Luke and the rest of them safe. And because he was it's like, oh, there's inquisitors here. I gotta get off this planet, so they don't know anyone's here, and that eventually comes back to the planet at the end. That's that's my general synopsis on what happens in my prediction of what happens with the show. And no, that does not include anything from the uh the I'll call it the
1: leak. Yeah. Also, we get more on the Inquisitors here, Pete all. So we see that a lot more of Rev actually hear her speak in this in this episode in this trailer here. We hear her say he's basically like she wants every bounty hunter on the galaxy, like after going after obi-wan she's screaming you can't escape him and then i think it's definitely a lot of fun especially like we do get the first glimpses of vader at the end though again we haven't seen hayden christian we have no idea who's doing the voice but i thought the thing that was cool here is like the bounty hunter angles will be fun because i think it opens the door for a lot of fun characters that possibly pop up here going after obi-wan
0: oh yeah 100 there's a lot of possibilities that can happen um i think that we're not going to get a lot of Vader until we watch the show. I think that's going to be one of the big, like, you know, uh, all moments like the uh, surprise moments. But I, I think it's going to be cool. I think they're going to have the bounty hunter angle. I think they're going to have the angle of Vader. Maybe Vader's going to be more mysterious than pretty much in your face in this show. We're looking at what, six episodes, yes. right? I, I'm hoping these are six action-packed episodes and we get a lot. Versus what happened with Book of Boba Fett, right? Um, I'm hoping that the trailer is not showing the more high impact things for the whole show, and that's it. Um, but yeah, it, show, it with the bounty hunter angle, we could have some cool cameos. Yeah,
1: Nick, it could, there's no like infamous scene they're going to be waiting for, like we did with Book of Boba. Fett. Like, where's the dinner? Where's the uh, mob dinner? We have, we don't have well, no... <laughs> not
2: in the trailers, but there is one scene that we know of at least. There's the duel.
1: Yeah. A duel here. You want to dive into that a little bit because I know that's been controversial on the internet of late. Because obviously you have the line from episode four where Vader says, "Like, oh, the last time we met, I was about the, I was about the learner. Now I'm the master." And then most people assume, you know, this is just referencing back to Mustafar. And Leonard I wants- think that's
2: generally accepted that he was talking about Mustafar. And as long as you don't make that line not make sense, I'm okay with it.
1: Yeah, I think for sure I'm okay with it because I think there's a way to to frame it where like. You could basically have, I think, in my opinion, a piece of it, like a s- script here where basically, like, the first time, basically, Obi Wan kicks Anakin's ass. Second time, maybe this one's more of a draw, which explaining why they're both still around for episode four. And then episode four, Vader thinks he wins. Obi Wan chooses to give himself up to
0: save Luke. I think that's fair. I mean, I think. Uh... I'm not too upset about that continuity because I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more time that passes and, and yes, it's just kind of unfortunate that now we have that kind of question. Like, why are you putting this in? If it never happens, but I, I, I think if we take it for what it is, it's still going to be amazing. And I think you're going to have the hardcore fans that just don't want to hear it. And they'll say, no, they, they did the wrong thing.
1: Yeah. Nick, I mean, it's not the first thing we've had to retcon since the tradition and all the original movies. I mean, if you follow the plot line of the prequels like it it doesn't make sense there when r two d two shows up on Tatooine, and c3 p and obi wan pretends not, doesn't recognize them you can sort of say oh you know he pretended he doesn't know them but like stuff like that like that that's not easily explained by either
2: that one i'll I'll fight on a hill for but but i but I know your point and your point is like when Leia says she remembers her mother like no she what that doesn't make any <laughs> sense you know but that the other one I will fight on a hill for I will I will die on the hill.
1: On the R2 on the R2 Obi-Wan Hill. My argument is, if you remember, R2
2: was in episode one, but Obi-Wan had no interaction with him. And they didn't see him again until two. And in three, he's gone. So for Obi-Wan's life, that at that point he's 60 years old, three years of his life, it wasn't even his droid, it was his friend's droid. I don't think it's that crazy that he forgot. There's millions of droids.
1: My counter to your argument there is what about Clone Wars? He's with R two. That's what I'm talking. About. It's yeah. only, it's only those
2: three years. That's yeah.
1: it. You think maybe he? Rep- yeah, I thought maybe like the way I just fight, sort of like he's playing coy. Like R two, I'm sure knows who he is, but like he's not gonna like let Luke in on the give the bag to Luke yet, not scare him
2: off. R two definitely knows.
1: Yeah, R two wouldn't forget. But I, I
2: don't think it's that crazy that Obi Wan would have forgotten, considering even like three P O. Three P O. is barely involved. Yeah, he's Padme's droid yeah. for three years. Yeah, that's all. Because he was with the the large family for the, the time being, yeah. Uncle uh, Uncle Owen's a dumb one. He bought the same droid twice. <laughs> he
1: bought the same droid twice. Yeah. He bought the meals twice. Yeah.
0: That is that is actually pretty funny. Think about that piece. Yeah, I mean that.
2: Well, I guess it, his dad bought him the first time, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's so many, <clears throat> there's so many, issues with doing prequels, sequels. I mean, sequels are easier, but like there's so many issues doing prequels that you're going to run into something. A good idea is a good idea. I don't think people are going to be mad that obi Wan's going to fight Vader. If this is a great lightsaber battle or something, right? If it's complete shit, then yeah. People like, why did you do this to show this? Like, I mean, I can understand it, but if it's like, if it's like one of the top, let's say lightsaber battles of all star Wars. Cool just deal with it
1: yeah I think I'm I'm open-minded here because again this is the Filoni Favreau team sort of heavily involved here I'm sure they have a hand in this Deborah Chow is in there I want to throw one more line in here in terms of like what we learned is McGregor is doing his press circuit here and he did an interview on the Jimmy Kimmel show obviously not Kimmel because Kimmel has COVID when they're doing this and he, he talks about how oh like this is a very tight-knit script and like Deborah Chow is on top of everything and you had to make sure like this line doesn't contradict with this movie or this video game. And I was the video game thing catch people's eyes around because Pete, you think our oh, Mac fall in order. So there might be a fall in order tie coming in this show.
0: I mean, what other video game has original content um, other than the force unleashed? Right. I mean, if you think about it, battlefront, it's all characters. We know squadrons, all characters we know. Um, I would say fall in order or force unleashed and fall in order makes the most sense.
1: Yeah, Nick, can you think about the potential of getting some Fallen Order like stuff into actual like, on-screen canon? Simple as this. If not now,
0: when? Well... Right? This is the time. I feel, like, I feel like it is now because they just released recently Cal's lightsaber at Disney. That's true. If Cal... Kestis, right? Yes. I the same? Yep. Lightsaber is being featured... At Disney, he's gonna be in something. Yeah. You put a granted, I understand Fallen Order is a a big game, but like you don't just put someone's signature hilt in rotation and also as a featured item at Disney's Galaxy Edge for you not to use. And they got the actor to go there and show it. Like there's, he's gonna show up somewhere.
1: Yeah. I do like Carrie Monahan, the actual actor portrays him. Nick, I know famously for me before he did this, like. He played a big role in Gotham, where I think he was like one of the Joker off like offshoots, where he was like one of the prequel mm-hmm. Jokers. I do think it'd be fun to see him like in this show if he shows up somewhere, maybe like an episode or something. Definitely, I didn't know you watched. God- did you watch Gotham? I did watch Gotham. Yeah, me
2: too. I liked it. Um, but yeah, I liked him from that too. Uh, yeah, definitely. And I'll, I'll also say, I don't know, if... Uh, I never made this clear to anyone, but this is that was my first lightsaber, the one that I built on the floor there. I have since decided. It's going to take me a long time, but I have decided that I will complete the lightsaber set and get all of the legacy lightsabers. So, it will cost a lot of money. That's why I'm going to do it very slowly. So It might take me five, six years to finish the set, but I've already ordered my first two. I have the Skywalker family lightsaber, you know, the V lightsaber, and I have Vader's coming, both of them on the way.
1: So let's let's put this out here. If we get Cal Cassis for more than one episode in this show, would he be the next one you order?
2: I was going to go in order and get, like, the older ones first. And I'm also not going to get all of them, I'll be honest. Like, I'm going to get Kylo Ren, but I'm not going to get Ben Solo.
1: Yeah. That just both. seems like a
2: waste of time to me. It's in one scene. Yeah. Like, even, like, Leia's. So I need it's in, like, one scene. That's weird to me. But I'm going to get Cal's. I'm going to get Maul. I'm going to get Ray. I'm going to get Kylo. I'm going to get Mace Windu Kenobi, Obi-Wan. I think I said Kenobi and then everyone, but Assage Ventress has one that's kind of cool. Ahsoka has two. There's a Rebels one and a Clone Wars one. I, I don't know. I'll pick one of the two. You see what I'm saying? Yes. I'm not going to get every single one. Like, Maul has two. I'm going to get one of the two. I'm going to get yeah. both. So I'll make a way that I'll have, like, kind of just about all of them.
1: Yeah. So that definitely some fun there. I do think seeing that would be fun and also, thinking like, maybe now, because as you know, we have Fallen Order 2 coming soon, Pete. Maybe something from here, like, shoots into fallen order too
0: yeah and this might be a great bridge between the games i mean uh, again you don't get the actor to go to galaxy's edge to premiere the new hilt from a video game that i would say 75 to 80 percent of star wars fans play that like video games right i mean that's probably a higher number than what i said but i want to be generous about it because it's such a good game and i feel like everyone has at least been exposed to the character I, I really, like, this is the opportunity, right? This is this is the opportunity to do it. I don't know where else you would, except for maybe, I mean, would Ahsoka be an option? I don't know. Um, but it would make sense to have a nice bridge between Fallen Order 1 and 2.
1: It would it would be. And, Nick, I hope it's actually, he actually shows up. This is not like a tease. Like, we put Hondo as a galaxy. I mean, Hondo has not been in anything yet.
2: True. 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 I also didn't even know about the Legacy Lightsabers until I came home from Galaxy's Edge. I was there last weekend, for those wondering. Uh, I didn't even know about the Legacy Lightsabers. I, mean, I think that's a place you can go and actually see them yeah. in Galaxy's Edge, and I just completely went over it. I made my own at Savi's Workshop, which was great. A lot of great experience there. The woman who worked there was extremely knowledgeable with Star Wars. It was really cool to see, but I had no idea about the Legacy Lightsabers, and now I wish I had seen them.
1: Yeah, Pete, you
0: want to add something? No, but like even in Galaxy's Edge, you can't buy anything of Hondos really, right? This is a legacy lightsaber. This is something that is, that had a premiere that was made like very well known. Like this was something that you were made aware of. No one was made aware that Hondo was the, the animatronic and smugglers run, right? It was something you found out as a nice, maybe Easter egg at the time. Um, But this is something that I feel like you don't, do a press release on and make a big deal out of if you're not going to use that character somewhere down the road.
1: Yeah. We'll definitely we put a pin in him. Let's talk about some of the main characters we're going to focus on here in this show. In terms of we'll start with the title character himself, Obi-Wan Kenobi here. We've seen a bit Let's of him in it. the tra- a little bit of him in the trailer. We've seen how like he wants to train Luke. Obviously Uncle Owen wants no part of that. We see like his reaction to like being pursued by the Inquisitors. We know he's going to be up with Vader again. So Nick, what are you expecting out of Obi-Wan here?
2: So I think I hit it already when I said I'm expecting what I said, I'm expecting some other Jedi to be the cause of why they end up on Tatooine, him then having to be like, I got to get out of here. I got to keep Luke safe. And at the first part of the show, I think that conversation he has with Owen will be before all the madness. And then that's when the Inquisitors maybe show up and he's like, I got to get out of here. And the guy that gets, he pretty much escapes and they chase him. And that's why they lead him off world. And I just think he's going to do his role. His role is protect Luke. Pretty much when, at the end of Revenge of the Sith, he has two jobs. And that's it. Number one is protect Luke. Keep an eye on him. Or did I say number two? is? No. Nope. <laughs> whatever. Number one is that. Number two is communicate with Qui-Gon Jinn. That's it. That's all Yoda tells him to do. So we're assuming he already did the Qui-Gon thing. It's been 10 years. So at this point, just protect Luke. That's it. So whatever you have to do to do it, do it. If that means leave, leave. If that means, that means pull the saber out and start slicing bodies. Do it.
1: Yeah, absolutely there. And P I think one thing I'm interested in here is obviously like, we know what he's going to do in terms of like action stuff and always missions protect Luke. I think again, he's been sitting on Tatooine for about a decade now after his failure basically puts the entire galaxy in the darkness. And he has to live the fact that like, he failed Anakin and Anakin turns the dark side and basically slaughters entire people. So I think it's interesting to see how Obi-Wan deals. With that. I hope we don't just brush past it. I hope we actually get a little bit of him, like sort of like coping with what's happened.
0: Yeah. I feel like if they do this correctly, it's going to be a very dark series. Um, and, and not so much where it's super depressing, but it's going to be dark and you're going to see that internal conflict. Um, And I think maybe you're going to see why there's such a need to train Luke also. Um, You know, he wants to do right. He wants to make sure that someone can protect or maybe overthrow Vader. I feel like guilt is going to play a lot in this show. And I also think the not over protection, but I feel like the protection of Luke is going to drive obviously the show, but also it's going to be the main motivator of, of maybe, you know, guilt is maybe driving that as well. So I think, the 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 dark themed obi-wan show is what i'm expecting and hoping for will we get that per se maybe not but i think that would be be the best fit
1: yeah i think so too and uh nick i think in terms of the darkness of the show i mean in the first trailer it says something like between darkness and despair there's hope i do think that's like gonna be the line i think we get here where we could have some darkness here in this show i do think that like by the end, though, I think Obi Wan's gonna have like a renewed purpose to sort of go forward here and come the, the Jedi we see him in, as he is in Episode Four.
2: Yep, I think that he will find a way to influence others, which is, I guess, is his ultimate goal besides protecting Luke. Is just kind of, I guess, as secretly as possible, to show people, you know, there's still hope in the galaxy.
1: Yeah, I think there is. A, we'll put a pin on Obi Wan now. They go on to. The Inquisitor, specifically Reva, because those of you who are Rebels fans, Nick, we already mentioned here on the podcast that both the Grand Inquisitor and the Fifth Brother are going to make it out of this series. They both appear in Rebels, but Reva is the interesting one because she's brand new. I think they're calling her the third sister in uh, in the canon of the Inquisitors here. We see, I think, like, you really get more on her in the second trailer, where I feel like she is really out to make a point, really out to say, you know, like, I'm going to get Kenobi's head to like, sort of like make a point to Vader. I'm like one of the best inquisitors out there.
2: Yep. Yep. I think that's going to be her role in the show is that is trying to, I, and all the inquisitors really, maybe not the grand inquisitor. Cause he seems like he's kind of the boss, right? Yeah. But I think all the inquisitors is going to be, I'm going to be the one to get him, whether it's Kenobi, another Jedi. I, I'm still, I'm still convinced that what's his name again from the Eternals?
1: Uh, Kumail Nanjiani.
2: Yeah. I'm still convinced that he's going to be a Jedi. But whether it's him, Kenobi, whoever else, I think that that's what the Inquisitors want is I want to be the one. It's similar to any workplace. You want to be the one to show your boss that you did the good work. It's, it's not nothing new.
1: Yeah. P I think the thing that was fascinating about Reva from the last uh, trailer there is just like the level of like, it feels like obsession that she has with it. Whereas I feel like, you know, like we've seen the grand inquisitor, like in rebels and here he's like very calculated. He's like, Hey, is it his whole line is like the key to catching Jedi is patience, and Reva seems to have none of that.
0: You know, I I kind of see her being someone who wants to prove herself. I feel like we might see behind the scenes that the Inquisitors don't really trust her. Maybe I might see you know a little comparison between Anakin and and the the third sister, right, Reva. Yeah. So I I think that she's gonna play a big role in actually helping Obi Wan some point toward the end i think this is going to be something where um almost like asajj Ventress, right where at first they're not going to trust her she's like i, I can show you and she's obsessive and then she finally maybe at toward the ends, like screw this i'm going to help him because this is not correct or something there might be a turn because it these grand inquisitors have inquisitors in general just have not dropped off the face of the earth but like you don't really see much of them in in anything after you know rebels or even, you know, full in order. So I don't know. Maybe maybe she helps him in the end. I don't know. That's that's a hot take. Nick, that, it out.
1: Nick, that'd be a fun theory to see if Reva just, you know, like ends up like flipping over at the end, then that maybe that she ends up getting killed. That's sort of why we never hear from her again after this series. So uh,
2: repeat repeat that theory, Pete, 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 because I, I have the gist of it, but let me let me see if I understand correctly. Could you repeat?
0: Reva or Reva, I don't know how to say Reva is not trusted by the inquisitors she takes convinces the grand inquisitor hey let me take care of this i could do it mm-hmm. give her one last chance or whatever and she at some point flips and helps obi-wan against the inquisitors and either gets herself killed or something different happens but i i, I my hot take is that she's going to wind up helping obi-wan and not the inquisitors in the end
2: okay yeah, I could see it. I can see that too. I could definitely see that. That'd be fun. That, that... kind of go kind of goes with that thing we heard weeks ago. Remember weeks ago when I had said something like she's the main character, not Obi-Wan? Yeah. That that kind of goes not that she is, but that kind of goes that kind of makes that make sense. Like you know, she's the focus of the story, not not necessarily the main character, but like she's the character that overcomes something and changes cuz Obi-Wan really doesn't really what we know where he is to where he is is pretty much the same you see what i'm saying
1: yes yeah, i feel like maybe like obi-wan is sort of the main attraction we sort of we get a little bit of movie over him in terms of like mentality but like <laughs> reva could be the character for, from the antagonist that we sort of focus on our energy until vader shows up
0: yeah uh, a quick question is it confirmed that obi-wan is fighting vader
1: yeah they, they released yeah. concept art of it several times
2: I think it's actually confirmed. I could be wrong about this, but I think it's confirmed they're fighting twice.
0: So hot take Reva fights Vader at some point. Hot take.
1: That would be interesting. I would like to see that. I, I think we will. Yeah. Speaking of Mr. Vader, let's go that direction now. Obviously, the they made a the decision, obviously. Originally, the script, thing was based off the overall movie and there was got kind of Darth Maul and they started hunting Luke. They changed the script out. They brought Vader in. We have not seen much of him in the trailer. So we saw, we hear his breathing in one. We see the suit a little bit in the other one. I think, in terms of what we're dealing here with Vader, I think Nick, I think if we're gonna, you know, tease him out for a while. Like I don't think we're gonna see him for until like later in the series. You might guess. I would be surprised if we see him much before the halfway point.
2: Um, yeah, maybe just like one scene. At like you wouldn't be like a large presence, but. Yeah, I I agree with that, and uh, I think his presence will definitely be felt in the show, and I know Hayden spoke about it, I think, today, actually, and there was a picture of him, and everyone's saying he looks like he packed on a ton of muscle, he looks great, so that's that's cool. But I I think we're going to see Vader, I think it's going to be, I I wonder if they're going to do the same voice, we had spoke about this before, that we don't think James Earl Jones is really, you know, all there anymore, should be the voice of him anymore, but if not him, then who? kind of thing but I, yeah i think vader's gonna get a, a huge presence in this show and agree with you he won't be in the beginning really but very excited to see uh what they do have in store for him i know to him showing him like looks at both times they showed him it's like him getting his suit on yeah. i think we're gonna see him i think we're
1: gonna see vader suitless you see, Hay- see hayden crazy name like as vader yeah. Wait. Or at the very least, helmetless. Helmetless, I think, more likely because at this point, yeah, he has the, I mean, I'm not going to show him naked, but you know what I mean. Because I mean, he has a limb, really, apart from his chest. So,
2: yeah, I think they're going to show him helmetless, and we're going to get a better look at Hayden. And also, Hayden in the show kind of tells me because Hayden is Vader doesn't really mean much. Like anyone could be Vader. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that Hayden being in the show kind of tells me that we're going to have sudden flashbacks.
1: Yeah, I think I could definitely see the flashback angle there. And Pete, I think Nick has a good point. I think maybe, you know, if we are building on the theory here that, oh, Kumail Nanjani's character is a Jedi that the Inquisitor are chasing. Maybe Vader is being updated on that. Revo lets him know, oh, we found Obi-Wan. I think that's when Vader starts getting more personally involved in the situation.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to say I think the Inquisitors are going right back to Vader and he's the boss, right? So I think we may have Vader a lot more. I'm hoping there's not really a lot of flashbacks. I'm hoping that we see more of Hayden Christensen as Vader and they do something where he can be um, not in his full suit, right? So you can actually see the actor. I think that would be fantastic. Um, if I remember correctly, in the like trailer, it almost has the Iron Man suit kind of thing yeah. again. Uh, you know, almost like they did with Boba Fett. So I'm curious to see if we see a whole sequence of him getting like ready like that. Like the full Iron Man getting everything connected and then boom, he's Vader. So, or... He's 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 Vader at that point, but suit on Vader. Um, Yeah, I I think he might be in it more than we think. I think that he's not going to be. A. Every episode occurrence, but I can see him being in four out of the six episodes. Yeah.
2: Also, a note is it's been said numerous times in comics and books that being Vader, it's not like that suit is like oh it's soothing and comforting. It hurts. Like he's in pain when he's in that suit, and they really show that when they show the chest plate. That, that no one knew this going in. The chest plate literally goes in his chest. There are wires, if you will, and it goes in him like nails. So like it's another thing to show you that it is not all fun and games in there for him.
1: Yeah, I do think in terms of like actually seeing Hayden and as Vader. I know like. I want to say episode five where maybe an Empire Strikes Back, there's like a scene where he's like in his like meditation chamber. He's like talking to the emperor that is his helmet on. Maybe we see something like that where like the Inquisitors are radioing into him or hollowing into him. And like he's sitting like in his meditation chamber. We see some Hayden without the uh, without the helmet on there, Pete.
0: Yeah, it's, it's definitely a possibility. I mean, I don't, you're not going to see Hayden fighting, right? I mean, he needs the suit. I'm just hoping that Vader's a beast in this. Like, I hope whatever fight Vader is in, he absolutely is just, it's great, right? So, like, we haven't seen really Vader do anything with his suit other than Rogue One when he was younger. We've only seen Vader when he's older toward the end of his life um, in the original movies. So, almost like how we see said, oh, we wish we could see Yoda when he was younger than 800 years old. I would like to see hating christensen's vader in a suit when he's young just completely dominate and show how really strong vader is because i feel like we only see it in animation and we see it when vader is not in the suit but while he's in the suit
1: yeah agreed agreed yeah nick one of the thing i think is interesting i want one of the series is gonna explore this here is like i know you said in the past that like a lot of the galaxies doesn't really know who the emperor really is and like what he's doing because like He sort of hides and, like, has, like, figureheads running the government here. Like, I wonder, like, I mean, obviously, Owen knows that, like, Vader is Anakin. He's falling in the dark side. I wonder, like, if we get some perspective, like, does the average citizen know who Darth Vader really is?
2: No, actually, that's that's the misconception. Owen does not know. Owen thinks he's dead. Yeah. Owen thinks that Obi-Wan got Vader, excuse me, Obi-Wan got Anakin killed by Vader. He doesn't, he's not supposed to know, at least. He's not supposed to know that Anakin is Vader. But your question is, does anyone else know who Vader is and the Emperor? And Yeah, that's something I want to know. I want to know that too. I've wanted to know that forever. I've wanted to know the stuff that was introduced to us in the prequels, how it goes in the original trilogy. Like, what's going on with Palpatine? Like, the guy with the blue. I forget his name. Yeah, Where is he? What does Coruscant look like at this time? What is the public persona? Like, will the public even know Vader exists? I'm sure they do, but they don't know who it is. Palpatine like what do they think of him like I'm sure everyone hates him because they all go crazy when when he dies in, in Return of the Jedi but like we don't see this ever we just like know we just see our main characters and mostly we see outer rim planets like what's going on in the core
1: worlds yeah that's definitely something I wanted I would love to see that I think it'd be fun to see that
2: so maybe this planet that they go to because there's clear they leave Tatooine and go to some, I forget the name but
1: it's a casino kind of planet yeah
2: maybe that is like a core world or something. That's kind of close to the middle there. We're going to get a lot.
1: Yeah, it would be, it would be fun. And I do think like, in terms of like people knowing Pete, I mean, this is bring back the rebels a bit where like, even Ahsoka doesn't know that Vader is Anakin for a little bit. She figures it out, but it takes her. it's I just knowing the name, she didn't realize who that actually is.
0: Right. I mean, this is, this is a bad guy in a suit, right? It's not like Anakin was walking around, Um and doing bad things, full face showing, and, oh, yeah, I know you're doing the wrong thing. So it's it's definitely reasonable. I think that the average person, even, you know, Jedi... I mean, look, did Obi-Wan know what Anakin looked like after Mustafar? I mean, granted, Darth Vader, and he understands that, oh, it's the Sith Lord, that's him, but technically Obi-Wan never saw him in the suit. Yeah, well, technically,
1: so, we, we all left them to burn, also.
0: Right. So, I mean, I mean, it, 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 technically, if Obi Wan didn't know that was Darth Vader, he'd be like, "Who's this guy in the suit?"
1: <laughs> yeah. And speaking of guys in the suits, I think we're gonna have some fun now. We'll do some stuff. We're gonna start tracking during the season, as we did during the Book of Boa Fett. We're gonna have a draft of characters who might appear in the show. Pete's got his head in his hands already because that that draft did not go well for him in Book of Boa Fett.
2: It's draft time. let should do the. Uh
1: do you I, have it i actually do have the draft sound here i just have to find it so
2: mm-hmm.
1: that one so yeah, yeah. so when i see the order is me Pete, you and a snake draft so let's four let's rounds see. right yeah so let's reset here so how this works is like during the book of boba fett we drafted teams of three characters and we were tracking how often they would appear in the show they could be from anywhere they could be from claw wars they could be from movies they could be from video games they could be from *The mandalorian like we drafted the team and whoever had the most points at the end of the show was going to win a punko pop figure nick do you have the one you won with you yeah one sec yeah so while he gets that that was the prize nick won here so the teams for the book of boba fett draft here nick's team won three to two to zero as you see he's got the mall funko pop figure which I will not be opening ever. Yeah. He's giving it mid. So, to understand the teams here, Nick's team was he, he took Omega oh, with the first pick. Then he took Bo Katan and he won with Mando, getting three up ep- here since the last three episodes. That's right. I was in second place because I had Hondo who did not appear. I got Cadbane twice. I had Chopper because I was coming off of Rebels. So I love Chopper. He got nothing. And then there was this Pete's team. Pete took...
0: You don't have to. It doesn't matter. Yeah.
1: Moth, Gideon, Sabine, and Hunter from Bad Batch. So that was a... I like the Gideon and the Sabine picks. It was... Those picks made sense. It's just not the direction the show went in. I tried. I mean, if we didn't do, like, two episodes of Straight Mandalorian, I would have won the draft.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, we did. <laughs> We did, so... So the, the, the only rules that I think the audience needs to know I, is...
1: I, I'll be I'll one thing also yeah, before we start. Go ahead. To be clear, the characters that are... There are characters that are not eligible be drafted, which is anybody we know for sure is going to be in the show, which is the yeah. Inquisitors, Obi-Wan himself, Vader, we're going to say Owen and Baru and young Luke Skywalker. We saw all of them. Yeah, and another rule I wanted to add, which I don't think we really need
2: to even say. I think you guys are already in agreement with this, but... You can't guess a Legends character; they had to be already established in Star Wars canon. So I can't say like Star Killer, and then it turns out that Jedi is Star Killer. Like he's not a canon character, so
1: I can't say that. Does so, that make sense? So to put it in perspective, for the book of Boba Fett, like you would not have allowed Black Crescent to be guessed. Well, actually, I think he technically was a canon character at that point. But like he was not saying we; Like, he was only been in, like comic books. So he didn't really actually. Been yeah,
2: in- no, that's still that's still canon. I yeah. just mean
1: something that's like not
2: canon. Like, for example.
1: Starkiller from
2: the Force Unleashed is not canon
1: yeah or like like somebody from like the old Star Wars books like like Prince Zizor is not like eligible right I, th- I wonder if he's actually been introduced in canon yet. I think the, spe- th- 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 the point is yes exactly what you're saying yeah because I think like the species been introduced I don't think because I remember the species was in was in Clone Wars and built the Syndicate but I don't think yeah I don't him. I don't think
2: uh, actually I think Zizor is in canon barely but not really
1: because I know he's in. They I don't think the game Shadows of the Empire is canon, but I know like the species was brought into canon, right? Yeah. All right. So we're gonna and we're also Nick proposed a rule change. You would like to specify this?
2: Yeah. So we had said at one point that we said, oh, they need to appear, appear physically. It can't be a hologram or a force ghost or so or whatever. I don't see why not. As long as they're there on the screen, like you can't be a voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. As long
1: as you see them in some form.
2: Yeah, if you see them in 4 and that's good enough for me. I mean, like, we we got a total of five points between nine characters last time. I think we need all the help we can get. Pete, that's not
1: good to you?
0: I, I need all the help I can get. So.
1: <laughs> all right, so are we putting stakes on this? Because obviously we're not, we're not doing the, punk, the pop figure again. You want to put anything on this, Nick? Oh, we're not.
2: I was ready to get another one. And if I lost, give this away.
0: What is it? Just a rotating trophy.
1: <laughs> Unless I win again. Hold on. Yeah, filibuster for a second. I have an idea. I just want to check on this real quick. If you, Nick, you want filibuster anything else on the draft.
2: Yeah, um snake draft. We're doing four rounds this time, so we'll have four teams. We'll add them up at the end, obviously. We'll do it as we go. We'll add up at the end, obviously. And if we do decide to do a prize, it would be the last place person buys the first place person something. The prize. So in the event I came in last, I would give this to one of you. In the event I came in first, I would get another one. In the event I came in second, this would stay here with me.
1: All right. So I I have a I have an idea for a prize that will not break the bank for anybody. I think if it goes along some of our themes here, I think will be fun. Is it a
2: legacy lightsaber from Galaxy's Edge?
1: No. I I think the prize should be they have the keychains of Lego minifigures. They're about six bucks. So whoever wins gets to pick the one they want. Hmm. Because they have one right now they've I'm looking at the Lego website now. They have one for Ahsoka, they have one for Maul, they have a Grogu one out of stock. They have Chewbacca, Darth Vader, R2, Yoda. They have a lot of options. That sounds fine to me. Pete, I I, I, I would have loved
0: to have done the pops again, to be honest with you. Yeah. But if you guys don't want to, it's okay. Pete, that sound good to you? Listen, whatever you guys want, I know I'll be buying it so. If just... the pops are the pops are not expensive, that's why I thought. Like this is only what, like twelve dollars? He said it was thirty.
2: Really? Was...
0: Actually, I think his was thirty.
2: I got the... a Grogu one right here for fifteen, and a
0: Vader one for fifteen. So... So like this... I, got the, I, guess, I guess I got the expensive one. Yeah, it, de- it depends. It depends on, I mean, Amazon too, they sell for whatever they want. But, like, it depends on the pop. If it's a discontinued pop that's rare, you can sell for, like, over $100. So, it, it's all dependent on what it is.
1: So, I would say either in circulation pop, it's like 15 or below. Bo- well, this is a cap of $15. I, I'm i fine with that. I,
0: I'm
2: looking on the website now, and almost all of them are under 15 The only one that's more is, um um there was one that was more. It was this...
0: okay. a...
2: It's a set of Boba Fett and Fennec. That's the only one that's more than 15. And Babu Frick is
1: $40. (laughs) (laughs) He's worth $40, though. (laughs) One of the three redeemable characters in that movie. Yeah. But yeah, all right. Let's do it. Yeah. Nick, did I ever tell you my three redeemable characters from uh, uh, episode 9? Babu. C3PO. And? Uh, Dominic. Where were Dominic Monaghan played? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know who he played but I loved him from Lost and he was actually not terrible in that movie so he was number three
2: yeah he was only in like one scene right yeah yeah
1: all right so okay Nick is up I, first first pick I'm in this am ready draft. to go all right so Nick will, who are you taking
2: with the first pick in the 2022 Star Wars draft I will take Qui-Gon Jinn
1: you're going Qui-Gon off the board number one. Would you like to explain why? Yeah, I think he's gonna be a force ghost in at least one episode. And I think it's safe that he'll show up at least once. Pete, I'll be down to see some Liam Neeson in the show.
0: 100 percent I mean that 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 would be amazing. That's a that's to me a no brainer. But again, we it's Disney Star Wars, so who knows?
2: What scares me is that we only hear his voice and we don't see him, and that's not gonna
1: count. That's a risk, number one, but, like, the connection to the character is probably is very strong, and we've heard him in several movies, and he does, like, appear as a Force ghost in Clone Wars. Yep. All right, so, Pete, number two pick.
0: Where are you going? Al Kestis. And I, that the Inquisitors are a very, very big part of the game. We just had Disney pretty much, re- like I said, releases Hilt as a premiere thing, so I'm hoping him. That-
1: Yeah, and you're buying big into the Ewan McGregor thing about tying the video games into the shows.
0: That, and also I think that's, you know, uh, Nick was talking about a different Jedi. I think that's the Jedi that's being looked for because he's being looked for by the Inquisitors in the Fallen Order. So I think that's probably the Jedi that's popping up a little bit more uh, in the show than than maybe others. Nick, do you know where the timeline
1: that Fallen Order falls in terms of like- Five years before this show. So Cal Kessis could still be five years into his future adventures. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he is still around. All right. So I'll be excited for that one. And again, the actors literally just brought to Disney to sell the lightsabers. So I wouldn't be surprised they bring him in here to sell more lightsabers. And
2: I would Im- I would imagine Fallen Order 2 takes place right after Fallen Order or not long
1: after. But we'll say maybe it takes place like after this show and has something to do with this show. That would be fun. So sort of, this is the bridge between the two video games. Yeah, it could be. All right, so I'm up now. My, I have two in a row, correct, Nick? Two. All right, so the first one here, this is me doing a little bit of detective work from the first trailer and me making some educated guesses based on after we watched uh, Clone Wars. I'm going to take Ahsoka here with my with my, with my first pick. Because I think if you look right, yep. at, at that first trailer close enough at the end, you see the little bird that usually appears when Ahsoka appears in the trailer. And then you see like ah. the flashing white on the bottom, which simply think it's Well, I think it's a Sulcus twin lightsaber. So, I think she's here. I think she shows up, and maybe she's gonna be on that casino plate All we want to run into her because I think it'll be fun way for them to sort of again have Rosario Dawson show up for an episode, and then you, oh, Ahsoka's coming, and then just have film in a little more of her backstory here.
2: Yeah, I'll tell you this: if you didn't pick her, and you didn't, and Pete didn't take her, I was gonna take her in my next pick. All right, so Pete,
1: what do you think about that Ahsoka theory? You took my
0: pick, so uh, I'm mad at you.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I have one more pick here. And based on the bounty Hunter review, I'm going to take Cad Bane again. Because I, <laughs> I think it's again, like, I feel like very easy character. We just got him introduced in the Book of Boa Fett. And, you know, Rabbit Bounty Hunters, there are not many more famous bounty hunters in the galaxy outside of Boa Fett than Cad
0: Bane. I don't wanna play this anymore.
1: <laughs> Nick, any thoughts on the Cad Bane pick? Good pick. Good pick. I like it a lot. All right, Pete, you're up now for pick number 5.
0: Oh man. Boba Fett. I I like the th- the
1: same theory here. He's, he's,
2: I like the pick. I, I, you have to remember, Cad Bane said to him, this is not the, first, not the first time I beat you out on a job. And I think they're both going to be in the show, honestly. Yeah.
1: And this is prime Boba Fett, because Boba Fett's probably about like 22. 22, in, yeah. In In this show. I think, remember, he's about like 13 at the end of uh, the trilogy. And we see him in Clone Wars as a kid.
0: And Boba Fett, yeah. mask, helmet on the whole time.
1: Yeah, he, he doesn't need to take the helmet off at this point.
0: Just because it's just it, it'd be stupid to try to do a deep fake for Boba Fett. So, yeah, Boba Fett.
1: All right, Nick, you are up for the first of your next two picks. Where are you going? All right, I'm going to take a character that
2: I kind of cheesed this here. There was another piece of news of the week that I didn't share because I wanted to take this character in the second round. That if I shared it, you guys may have taken it. <laughs> and that is, I will take. Sheev Palpatine. Sidious himself. Sidious himself. And the piece of news was that Ian McDermott was interviewed and said, he didn't mention which show, but he said, these upcoming Disney shows, I can't say whether I'm in them or not, but my presence will be felt. So I think that means he's in them and he's not saying it. Also, if Vader's in it, I feel like there might be a scene with the Emperor in it or something like
1: that. Pete, I do like this pick. I think that makes logical sense.
0: Yeah. I, I uh I, I think it's I mean, it's tied right to Vader. So I mean it's it's a very good pick. Problem is
2: I think he'd only be in an
1: episode or a scene, but I feel like it's I
2: feel like both of my characters are pretty safe, but I wouldn't get a lot of points from them.
1: Yes, this is true. But- I also think in terms of the palpatine angle here, like maybe E. McDear is just Tom Holland, where's just bad at hiding spoilers? Maybe, yeah, yeah, right. and he also could just be referring to the Cassian show. I don't know. Could be. Maybe he's like in Landor. Lando dealing with Maul. We don't know. Yeah, the Lando show. That's right. All right. With my next pick, I am taking
2: Senator Bail Organa. Yeah, friend of Kenobi, back from back from the uh, Clone Wars days. Friend of Kenobi. The way Leia speaks to Kenobi makes it seem like I don't know you, but you know my dad. So help me out kind of thing. And it's like, all right, yeah, I know they know each other from the Clone Wars, but and I know they hung out a little bit at the end of Episode 3 with Yoda on that ship, but I feel like they were probably closer in some way to, you know, and and how, like, um, in Rogue One, Mon Mothma says, your friend, the Jedi. Like, I don't think if the last time he talked to him was on that ship in Episode 3, they would have referred to him as the friend.
1: Yeah, Pete. I they- think we have another, another interaction between them. I think you could see that also I feel like Bay Organ is most likely of Knicks three to show up.
0: I think that's a great pick. Um it makes again makes sense, uh, especially with the whole senator Pete, that I feel like a lot of people like forget that was still a thing in the original yeah. series. Yeah. The you know, There's still a Senate. Like there were still people making decisions under the Empire. So it's it was um I feel like it's a very underrated thing, right? The Senate, the senators still, it still exists. So
1: yeah, Nick, if, I, if I'm correct, I don't think it, the Senate gets dissolved until a new hope, right? It doesn't, but I, be, I'm pretty confident that
2: between Render the the this, and the new yeah. hope, they're basically powerless. Yeah, but they do exist.
1: Yeah. I think they, that makes some sense. And now Pete, you're up. Remember Leia's a senator.
2: Leia says, I'm a member of the
1: Imperial Senate. Like yeah. She's a senator. Yeah, she is. Yeah. All right, Pete, you're up now for pick number eight in this draft. So where are you going next?
0: So if we're getting Bill Organa, I'm saying we're getting a young Princess Leia. Young Leia.
1: I like it. That's- I think it makes a lot of sense because again, like maybe like we doesn't maybe Bail is just going somewhere and Leia is there. That's not, and you still get the point that way.
0: Yeah, just yeah. I just think that uh that if Bale's gonna show up, I'm thinking we're gonna get young Princess Leia at some point to make the connection.
1: Uh Nick, nostalgia points here, they could also go for that. Yeah, I like
2: it. I I think it's also possible. I'm thinking about that as a pick too, and I'm thinking to myself, but they didn't meet, it seems like, but that doesn't mean that like she wasn't there but he was talking to his dad, you know, like you know what I'm saying, like in the other room, running around or something like that.
0: They're also young kids at this point, like We see Luke as a very young kid, so Leia's a twin, so it's the same age. So I feel like they could have met and just didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, I like like the pick, and I did consider Leia.
1: Yeah, there are a lot of ways to go for these last two picks of mine. I think I'm going to go back to the Clone Wars uh, rabbit hole again. I'm going to take Rex here as my pick, because I think based, again, off the first trailer where you see The Grand Inquisitor's spinning his lightsaber. You see a bald guy approaching, he's asking him, where is he? It looks like there might be, like, plates of metal on the back of the guy's head, so maybe this is Rex's Inquisitor chip removed. We do see the clone soldier armor here, so maybe Rex is on that random planet that Obi-Wan goes to, so I'm going to say Rex.
2: I think there's a good chance of that, first off, because I think it's about time we see Rex in live action, and also because... There's no debate on who would play him or anything like that. I think that's pretty obvious and an easy way to throw him in there. And he would be roughly around the age that Morrison is now, maybe a little younger. So it works out perfectly
1: fine. Yeah. Pete, you think? what do you think about the Rex pick? Uh,
0: That would be great. I I think, like Nick said, we've been waiting for a live-action Rex. So I, I think that would be fantastic if we could finally get that.
1: I would be so thrilled if we get Rex. I think it's gonna be like again, like Ted Morrison's already back in the Star Wars universe. He played Boa Fett and Nick pointed out correctly with the aging. They say that basically Boa Fett ages normally, but the clones age more advanced. See how we see Rex in uh Rebels, he's like an old man with a beat with a big white beard. So here would be In the- this
2: show he's like for his mid forties and Morrison's a little older than that, but it's passable.
1: Yeah, I think it's passable. Maybe you do a little CGI work, maybe a little bit a little bit of like uh, deep faking a little bit and force some makeup.
2: Yeah, you wouldn't need much, honestly. It's, he's, how old is he, really? 60?
1: He's 60.
2: Yeah, it's not crazy. Yeah.
1: I got like, th- like three or four options to think about for this last one, which is a lot of fun because I feel like we have so many ways to go with these characters. I do think I'm going to try. I'm going to go to actual, like, movie canon here. I'm going to say, like, you know what? Give me R2. I feel like R2's in everything. I like it. I like it. R2 show up in freaking Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> he could show up here. Wait, what? He was in Book of Boba Fett. He could show up here. When was he in Book of Boba Fett? On episode 6. Oh, with Netflix. Luke, you mean. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. And he's with Bail Organa okay. at this point in the timelines. So it could be there. Could be. Yeah, Pete, I left a couple off the board there, but I do think R2, I just felt like this is, like, he's the droid.
0: I, I agree. I think that's that's fair. I mean, it's it's definitely a safe pick. Yeah. And I think I need safe. I took some big Clone Wars swings. Yeah.
1: All right. You have, you're up now. You have your last pick of the board, so who are you going with?
0: Your favorite, can we run through the picks really quick? Sure. Again, just
1: just so, sure. so far, Nick is taking Qui-Gon. Palpatine and Bail Organa. You have Cal Kestis, Boba Fett, and Leia. My team is complete Ahsoka, Cad Bane, Rex, and R2-D2. I
0: am going to... See, I don't know if I want to go another Jedi right now. But I kind of feel like I want to. Oh, man. Uh... I'm going to go because I don't think they're going to go. The
1: uh,
0: I'm going to say Captain Hera Syndulla. So you're saying Hera is here. I'm saying Hera is here. I feel like maybe the ghost helps when he's off world. I don't think she's on Tatooine though. Yeah. Nick. That's you- a, it's a huge reach, but like, I don't like, I'm just Jaris, but like, I just don't know how many, like how many Jedi are they going to pump into this thing? So I just I I don't know I think I think maybe the pilot and the ghost helps, you know Harrison Dula helps when he's off-world.
1: Nick, what do you think about that pick? I like it. I like it. And we got we got rebel character in the draft again.
2: <sighs> two, if you count Ahsoka. Yeah, I kind of more Clone Wars, but she wasn't Rebels. So I'm stuck between two people. I'm my la- I'm the, the last pick of the draft on Mister Irrelevant. Or should I say, Miz irrelevant Because both of them are female. I'm almost at the point where I want to literally flip a coin, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take with the last pick in the draft, Bo-Katan.
1: You're getting Bo-Katan back on your team.
2: Yeah, she was. So she has a ring already. She's a she's a valued member of my previous team. So I think that even if she doesn't show up, her veteran leadership in the locker room could go a long way. Yeah. And- but the other option, I'll just let you know, I was very close to saying Fennec, because we did see her in Bad Batch, and it would be a way to connect the Mando Boba stuff to this. Yeah, I think- But Bo-Katan also serves that purpose and fits in
1: because of the Duchess Satine. Yeah, and Pete, I did like this pick also, plus we lastly saw them in Clone Wars. Bo-Katan and Obi-Wan did not like, leave on good terms when they last met.
0: No. No, they did not, and that that definitely is a great connection to have. I wonder. I wonder if we could have picked flashback characters. We didn't even think of that. Like, what if I we had, could have picked like Padme? I had
1: I had a couple of uh, in mind in, in terms of potential flashback characters, but I didn't go that way. Like, I had uh, if anybody you want to take a minute here, I'll run through the quick teams real quick. Then you can talk about who we left off. Yeah. Oh. Go ahead. Yeah. So next team, Qui Gon. Palpatine, Bail Organa, and Bo-Katan. Pete has Cal Kestis, Boba Fett, Leia, and Hera. I have Ahsoka, Cad Bane, Rex, and R2-D2. So I'll go around the horn here. Anybody that you were thinking about, Nick, I already mentioned Fang. Anybody else that you thought about taking and chose not to?
2: Uh, Well, a lot of the people you guys took, I also had my big board, obviously. You said R2. I was thinking either R2 or 3 I didn't figure, I kind of plumped them together. I didn't know which one. And, um, um <clears throat> when it comes to like flashback characters i was thinking like the duchess you know like maybe they get someone to play her and show out a, a flashback of what we saw in clone wars live action yeah or my last one that i'll mention is I, I i still have a feeling this happening actually and i feel like i maybe should have picked this person but i think there's a, still a good chance that we see maul the show's not centered around him anymore. I know that came out, and they debunked that. But that doesn't mean he's not in it.
1: Yeah, those are two interesting ones. The mall one, I I don't really buy. It was a team was on my list, potentially, as a flashback candidate. I figured, you know, she was such an important character to Obi-Wan that, like, maybe we have, like, a flashback with, like, her, him, and Qui-Gon. That could be something you could see. Yeah. Definitely. Pete, anybody else you were considering at that last pick?
0: The, the the first one that came to mind was what like Nick said, Padme. But I feel like Natalie Portman was working on Thor. I don't think she would have been available for this. But I don't I don't know. I mean, there's really there's no one left from Rogue One, right? I mean, they all they're all the, alive at this point. But
2: uh you know, I forgot I was supposed to pick Cassian at my last pick. Pick who? Cassian Andor with my last pick to set up the Cassian show. Yeah. I, I
1: thought they were done. What do you mean? No, you talk about like me having like Diego Luna in this show from, to say, oh, <laughs> watch Andor in a couple months. Yeah. Maybe. But when
0: when does Rogue One happen? It, Five like, years after ten, this. Tell you ten after years after, after this. this. Oh, I thought it was okay. That then I had the time. I would have picked Cassian too, then. I had the timeline all messed up.
2: I had it written down I was supposed to pick him with the last pick if he was there and then I got excited because I didn't expect Bo-Katan to be there
0: if Ro- if everyone from Rogue One still around saw Guerrero that's also
2: possible he seems to be in everything
1: yeah he's one for sure like us picked Hondo which, which again given the Obi-Wan relationship surprised I'm surprised you didn't pick Hondo he was on the consideration there I said you know what like I took big swings and like I feel like there's also a good chance they just don't even bother with him in this show because I think like, with the directions especially with the bounty hunters like, I don't know if he fits anymore
0: Yeah, well, I'm gonna lose, so it doesn't really matter. So good luck, guys.
2: All right. So I, I, I like your I like your squad. I think I think I am going to get possibly two, maybe three of my characters in the show, but I think I'm only gonna get two or three points. I don't think any of my guys are gonna show up more than once. Yeah, I just that's the problem.
1: I just felt like of these, like I brought Cad Bane back from my last team. I just feel like again, like we just introduced him. He's a bounty hunter, and I feel like as we talk about during Book of All That, like. You introduce, bring into to live action just to kill him in Book of Boa Fett. I feel like you have more uses for him. All right. Next thing on the ad- agenda here. We're going to set up our trackers for this show. So as we do every week, we keep track of certain things on the podcast. And we had about uh, six during Book of Boa Fett. So first of all, the Hondo tracker is coming back regardless. Right, Nick? Of course. Yes. The Hondo tracker, I got to go pull my trackers up here to see what's going on with that one, see where we last left it. Nick, I think it's like 16 appearances, something like that? Yes. Yeah. It is around there. Yeah, I'm checking here right now in terms of the trackers here. Hondo at 18 appearances total. So we're we're, we're, we're reinventing Hondo. And I think it's very
2: possible to see him again. We've seen him. They made like a live-action kind of Hondo at Galaxy's Edge, so it's not something that they wouldn't do. Okay.
1: In terms of what else we got going on here, this is these are the trackers we had during uh, Book of Boa Fett. We had Hondo. We had Ruin with Respect, which obviously was very disappointing to us. We had Bo-Katan. We had the Darksaber. We had Mando characters. We had animated characters. Do you want to bring any of those over besides Hondo?
2: I think we should bring over... The rule respect, but change it into the word hope. Yeah, not just not just if it's said once, but like you know, you know what I'm talking about. Like the way they say hope. Yeah, not like what we want. Like I hope it doesn't rain tomorrow. Like that doesn't count. You know
1: what I mean? The metaphorical hope.
2: Yes, metaphorical hope. And then I think we should. You know, you have Mando characters and whatever. I think you should just make it movie characters, live action, animated. Just have two there who are not. Obviously um, in
1: that group, they were already on the show. Yeah. Uh, Pete, what do you think about the uh, hope tracker?
0: Yeah, I think that's, uh, I think it'll be fun. I hope it's, uh, I, uh, I hope they don't use hope like over, I don't know, overused. I guess, it, you know, I don't want them to overuse it, but uh, that's a fun one. Why not throw it in there? So we'll put those in
1: there. I also think we need to take a track of how many different Inquisitors we end up seeing in the show. Well,
2: that's a good one.
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean,
1: we're, we know we're seeing at least
2: three. Well, more because you see them in the trailer, but at least like six.
1: Yeah, I'm ca- I'm just putting the Inquis- Like, we know we have three for sure, and there's another one I thought I saw in the trailer. So I think number of Inquisitors, I think, is definitely a fun one.
2: I like it. I thought we saw even more in the trailer, honestly. When they were sitting at that table, I thought there were like three or four there.
1: Yeah, I think but, the, the number of different Inquisitors, because like we that's why your are making place is just like 75 million of them. Yeah. We have the Inquisitor angle here. Oh, I, I got one more. Sure. The Jedi tracker. <laughs> that's a good you one. Ke- yeah, Kenobi, we're assuming another Jedi. Is that it, though? Camille Nunjani, maybe Cal Kestis. And, and-,
2: I, and I'm saying it right now. Ahsoka does not count, nor does Qui-Gon, because he's dead.
1: Yes. So... Saying, or just Qui Gon count. I don't know. By the way, we're going to count it as like Jedi. Yeah, Qui-Gon, can count. Why
2: not? We, we shouldn't, we should be our, based on our trackers, how we've done them in the past. We need all the help we can get. So Qui Gon should count if
1: he's there. Yeah, P was not discriminating against the
0: dead. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I think uh, Ahsoka, it's fair not to count because she's not a Jedi. Um. But yeah, I agree. Keep him in. I think, I actually have to think of a modification for your hope tracker, Nick. Sure.
1: How about we put this into like classic lines they recycle, like Obi Wan saying "Hello there," maybe someone saying "I got a bad feeling about this." We get the Wilhelm scream, like anything like that.
2: That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I I, I know they're gonna do that at least once. Kenobi's gonna say "Hello there" just because it's like when Norman Osborn said, "I'm something of a scientist myself."
1: Like everyone wants to see that. Yeah, and P, I feel like there's definitely somebody's gonna say "I have a bad feeling about this."
0: You know, I would, I would assume that's going to happen. Yeah. I would guess, though, to not do that. I feel like Obi-Wan's not going to be himself, but we'll we'll see. Yeah.
1: I will also propose just, I think we should put a uh, thing, like a, just a fun random tracker in this thing. Like that, just, if it ever hits, like we all have to, we all have to do something on the podcast. Like if we ever see Jar Jar Binks again, we have, we should have to like do something on the podcast.
2: (laughs) I'll leave this podcast. If we ever see Jar Jar again, I, personally, you guys don't have to, will buy a Jar Jar Binks Funko Pop. I will buy it. They must have it. They do. They do. Yeah. I would say... I will buy it if Jar Jar is in live action or anything. Actually, I'll buy it.
1: So, we'll put those, we'll put those trackers out there for now. If we need more, we'll add them as the show goes on. I think that's a good, that's a good base to start with. Yeah. All right. So, last but not least, here we're going to do some premiere predictions here. We predict things at the end, of, at the end of the podcast, and what going happen next year. So, Pete, give me a big prediction for the two episode premiere.
0: Uh, big prediction is we see Vader within the first two episodes, and we may get one of the st- the, the fights right off the bat they were getting a big lightsaber fight with Vader right away they're talking about two lightsaber battles I doubt they happen concurrently um, so I think it's going to be the beginning of the show you're going to see a lightsaber battle and it's not going to be as epic and then at the end of the show you'll probably see something you know the epic showdown between Vader and Obi-Wan so that's my take uh, Nick your big prediction for the premiere so when we say premiere do we mean the first episode or do we mean the first two? First first two because they're, they're dropping the
2: same type <sighs> So I don't have like a like a like a like a bomb to drop like Pete did. I more have, I think he's gonna watch over Luke. I think a Jedi is gonna lead the Inquisitors to that planet. He's gonna have that fight with Uncle Owen, and they're gonna realize the Inquisitors are there, and he's gonna go into hiding by leaving the planet.
1: So he fights with Owen, meets the other Jedi, and runs and leaves Tatooine. He
2: might not even meet the other Jedi. More just that like the other Jedi leads the Inquisitors to Tatooine, so Obi Wan packs his stuff and gets out of there.
1: Okay, so I have that written down. You can amend it on the Google Doc if you want to yep. clarify. In terms of my prediction here, I do think, I think we end the two-hour block with Vader. I do think we get the Inquisitors on the hunt for two hours. I think the end of it is Vader We we get Vader's first line being the last line we get of the of two hours. That'd be cool. I like that. Got I have the- I have another prediction here.
2: We, you know, we have two episodes to come airing at first, but really six total. Yeah. How long do you think they're going to be? I think
1: like probably like 45
2: each. I think you're right. I think we're going to get 45 each. And what does that equal to? 90 minutes. An hour and a half times three. So it's four and a half hours total, right? Yeah.
1: I think the finale be longer. I think the finale to be closer to an hour.
2: Yeah, true. And they'll probably have one that's like shorter. Probably one that's like 35 minutes.
1: It's just, that's usually a pattern because I remember early Mando episodes were some of them are like 32, 27, Like, I do
2: think it's possible that one of these first two is
1: going to be very short,
2: and that's one of the reasons they put them together. Is like, let's say it's a forty-two and a twenty-nine. Doesn't seem that short because they're together.
1: That's, that's not a bad possibility. We'll say though. Absolutely, and that's sort of what we're going to be up to here in Sky Guys, and we're going to do also every week. I'm not doing it here because I have nothing to do base it off of here, but we also do. MVPs and LVPs of the episode. We have a running board throughout the season to track who the best and worst characters of the show are, and for Book of Boa Fett, Fennec was the best character on the board, and the worst character on the board was Deputy Scott, I believe. And then we have the episode rankings, too, I believe. Yeah. Or, or you know, ratings, yeah. rankings. Yeah, episode ratings, and we have changed the season. We're gonna just, I'm gonna compile them, I'm not gonna reveal them to everybody the, until the end of the season. We we're not, like, making comparisons based on what the other previous pre- episodes were.
2: It's hard because you don't know what, it, you know, you understand, but it's hard because to the end, it's hard to know which one actually meant something.
1: Yeah, so that's what's going on here. And I do think for, I think for from here, since it's two episodes, we should get two points each for MVP and LVP. For the, for the beginning, you mean? Yeah, for the for the first podcast, we'll have two, since it's two episodes, we should get two MVPs, two LVPs. Yep, definitely. All right. And last thing, not, not least here, we want to wrap up our recurring segment here. We had, it's last time that, Pete's been hard at work over the past like two, past two, three weeks building this Lego Millennium Falcon thing, and it's done.
0: Yep, finally done. Finally finished it. Uh, time it took total was 23 hours, 27 minutes, and 44 seconds, and it was a total of 62 large bags. There was obviously small bags inside with the little pieces, but uh, yeah, it, it took a while. Now I have to find somewhere to put it. The, the next uh part now as you can see there is another radar dish on the bottom they give you variation that's the replacement one yeah There's a replacement one that you see in the in the sequels um i have the original up there but you can swap that out pretty easily
1: yeah and you can see also that some of the minifigs are inside the minifigs are all inside the ship now you can see like over here in the cockpit you see like it looks like uh chewy and han and c 3 PO are hanging out in the cockpit
0: Yep. So it's there. Um I think I have Leia at the chessboard with uh they have the older Han figure as well. Um he's at like the radar and then I have Ray. I have Finn in the gunner uh up top.
2: <laughs> I thought you said
0: gunner. <laughs> uh, we have uh Ray in like the back where the um we have Ray BB eight and then the um what are those things called? The the the, the Lord... Yeah. Um at the at the
2: garbage disposal.
0: Uh, it's that, but it's the um, oh, what is it called? I'm blanking so hard right now. The escape pods and also the um, the hyperdrive.
1: All right, so Pete Leslie spent an entire day of his life cumulatively building this model. So I think it was time well spent.
0: Yeah, and, and what's crazy is someone tried to do the Guinness World Book of Records of this, and they completed it in 13 hours. So obviously I was slack. <laughs> I was going to take my time on it. Obviously, but... that's not
2: that bad. I mean, I mean, I know you were almost double, but like.
1: I would have thought I honestly thought you were gonna say they did it in two and a half hours. That'd be wild, right? It would be what? wild. And I do have my own uh piece of Lego news to add here. I spent a grand total of thirty two minutes and fourteen seconds building this Ahsoka uh brickheads.
0: That's insane. I don't know how you did that.
1: Yeah. It took a lot of work. It was very tricky sorting out those pieces.
0: I I, I can see that. Yeah. Different yeah, no, it's it's wild. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and Nick, she's now joined the collection over here I have with uh, Mando Mando, and Grogu.
0: Nice collection you have there. Yeah.
1: So maybe I will start a a separate Lego uh, Star Wars, but I do have some sets I haven't gotten to yet. I have Mando's ship in there, the, ra- the original Razor Crest. I have Obi-Wan's hut. That might be more timely if there is the show. Could do some stuff like that. Yeah nice all right and with that we can wrap up this week's show i want to thank you guys for hopping on here it'll be a lot of fun to dive into the book of about uh, not book of bow event we already did that we can go into the obi-wan show in the next few weeks but gives you guys the p- chance to plug some social media handles p people want to find on the social media streets how can i do that
0: at pj Contadori 29 on twitter i've been pretty quiet since the rangers have been doing terrible and by the time this airs uh it, who knows if they're in the second round so um yeah so uh, follow me there. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a good summary of what they've done in games uh, three and four of this series. They stink! It's just lack of experience and uh, some injuries that are costing them. So we'll see. We will see. And, Nick, if you want to follow you on social media, can do that?
2: At Nick Fry underscore nine on Twitter. Just re- retweeting all this stuff, really. But follow us, the Sky Guys podcast uh, on Instagram. That's where you get the the Majority of our stuff and reach out to us there and anything you have.
1: Yeah, you can also follow me on Twitter at MPhilips331. That's M P H I L I P S 331. As mentioned, the top of the show here, Justin the Suffering Podcast Week, we, we talked about the PGA Championship. We got ready for that, but we also had Nick was on. We talked about the NFL schedule. We talked about the Giants and the Jets. Pete and I, as mentioned at the top, did some holy moly. And I think we're going to have some fun going forward here. If you want to check our episode out, do that as well. Until then, may the force be with you. We'll be back next week to talk about the two episode premiere of Obi Wan Kenobi.